Well, tonight we're gonna have a pizza party. Pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party, pizza party. Welcome to another episode of Gimme Pizza, a Mary Kate and Ashley podcast. I'm your host, Amity Hansen. If you're new to the show, this is a Mary Kate and Ashley podcast. I bring on guests to talk about Mary Kate and Ashley. It's basically as simple as that. In this episode, I have a very special guest. You may remember him from Billboard Dad. I mean, he's um, our favorite childhood villain from the classic film. It should be in the Criterion Collection. I mean, come on. Um, Nigel from Billboard Dad, he agreed to be on the podcast. It's a short little interview. It's a lot of fun. He was so great and so gracious to be able to be on the show. Um, I am so honored that he took the time out of his day to talk to me. Um, Yeah, so enjoyed the episode please don't forget to rate review subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts a five-star rating really helps the show thrive and helps encourage me to keep doing it and it you know gets more listeners don't forget to check out the etsy page um give me pizza on etsy i have pins and shirts available and some bundle packs um just wanted to plug that before getting into that interview. Um, but yeah, enjoy the interview with Carl Banks, Nigel, our favorite villain. I need as many copies of that as you can make, can make, can make, make, make. I'm going to be rich, 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 filthy, filthy rich, selling Max Tyler's knockoffs, knockoffs, knockoffs. Nigel? I did the mix. Tell our dad how you've been forging his sculptures and selling fakes to all these honest people. That's ridiculous. I've been doing no such thing. <laughs> Nigel. Is this true? If you ask me, you should send the two little nosy brats to boarding school. Oh, cool. Well, I wanted to let you know I just uh, started using my voice again because this year has been an interesting year. Uh, I was diagnosed with esophageal cancer back oh in September. God. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then um, I went through radiation, chemotherapy, and surgery with them removing two-thirds of my esophagus and one-third of my stomach. So I had to learn how to talk again and eat again. It was crazy. Oh, my God. That's insane. I'm so sorry to hear that. Are you doing okay? And Oh, yeah. Cancer-free now. Oh, my God. Yes. That's amazing. I'm so that's, – that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, I just got back from Alaska. I was in Alaska this last week. Nice. How was that? It was great. I do uh, stand-up comedy on cruise ships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was reading that you do stand-up comedy. Yeah, that's how I started out. Uh, I started out doing stand-up comedy. And uh, since I stopped filming, when I decided to stop filming was when my daughter, Maura, was born. When she, and she's 13 now. That's when we moved from Los Angeles. Oh, nice. So uh, where, where are you living now? 
Now we live in the Northwest in uh, Vancouver, Washington. Oh, right no by way. Portland. Oh, my God. I live in Portland. We could have done this in real life. <laughs> Shut up. That is too funny. We'll do the next one in yeah, real life. No, that is hilarious. Yeah, I live uh, in Northeast Portland. Oh, that's Happy fantastic. That is fantastic. <laughs> so that's cool. How? What have you been doing like since? Because you're still doing comedy, clearly. Yep. Nice, nice. And uh, I do it at Harvey's in Portland a couple times a year. No way. Yeah, yep. I saw on Instagram that you follow the earthquake hurricane. Is that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One? Yeah, I've been to their um, thing when they had it at the liquor store. Uh huh. And yeah, I I I really enjoyed the those sets. I love comedy. I don't go to enough stand up oh. comedy in town. Oh man, yeah, I'll definitely have to have you out for my next show. Yes, I would absolutely. I would love it. I mean, you're Nigel from Bill for Dad. It's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a dream. Yeah, right on, man. But um, yeah, that's what I do now. I do stand up. Um, and uh, before I got Billboard Dad, I was doing stuff like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. I was looking at your IMDb and I saw you were doing a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was on Living Color and Grace Under Fire and stuff. Nice. But I, didn't want, I did not want to raise my daughters in L.A. I wanted to raise them in the Northwest. Yeah, no, I, I think that's pretty smart. That's really cool that you got to do all that. How did you, like, get into acting you did stand up but did you do any improv or what was that like journey for well you? as a kid in junior high I started acting uh, back in New Jersey and I did it all through high school and then I wanted to do stand-up comedy and once I started doing stand-up comedy I got a lot of exposure from that and that's when I signed with an agency that was like oh we want to get you into acting. Nice. Yeah. That's I awesome. didn't expect to be acting that long. I mean, I went down there just to shoot an episode of um, Evening at the Improv, the comedy show, and then fly home because I was living in Seattle at the time. Okay. And then I got on Living Color, and then I just kept getting acting work. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So like auditioning, I mean, I guess since this is a Mary Kate and Ashley podcast, obviously. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> yes. um, um like what was your did you just did you like audition for Billboard Dad? Was that like a real like normal casting call, would you say? Uh yeah, well, they wanted to meet with me first because my agent, they had seen me at a um at a showcase performing. And they were like, whoa, because they noticed I nailed the, the English accent really well. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I love that part when it's fake at the end. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they, uh, they, they brought me over and asked me just to read a few lines, and uh, I landed it right there. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, it really is. And they were wonderful girls to work with. That's so great to hear. Yeah, you always, like, think, like, are they actually, like – big divas especially when they were so young and oh my gosh no it was so funny because like mary kate would mess up her line or, or, or actually would mess up her line and, and it would go oh i'm sorry and i'm like hey this is your production you're paying me you can do whatever you want <laughs> that's awesome 
<laughs> yeah. But uh, I was uh, I was banished to my trailer while we filmed oh my God. because we were filming uh, a lot of outdoor scenes too. Mm-hmm. And it was so hot in LA at that time that uh, they kept having to change the color of my makeup because I started getting darker. <laughs> and they were shooting all the scenes out of sequence, you know. Right. Yeah. So no sunshine for me. Yeah. And if you watch, when you watch the movie, remember when we're in the uh, studio talking and stuff? Right. It's like 95 degree weather and all the air conditioning is shut off because it's background sound. Yeah. And so you were I'm just like, swe- <laughs> you're just sweltering. Yes. Oh my gosh. Between cuts, you know, they would yell cut and somebody would run over and bring you water and, and they dab your head with a towel and blow a fan in your face. Yeah. That's amazing. Did Where was it shot? Like, where was it sh- like the, that house, that like warehouse thing? Oh, down in Venice Beach. Is it still like, do you know, is it still there? Is it like a normal person's like home or was it like a studio? I'm what? not sure. I remember it was a studio and um, I'm not sure if they're using it for something else these days, but... Uh, it was a studio right off Venice Beach, and then they used part of it in a condo also. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But it was all down there in Venice Beach, middle of the summer. Um, the shoot days were long, like 10-hour mm, shoot days, 9-hour shoot days. Oh, yeah. I That's insane. You would think that they would be shorter since they were children and they couldn't work. I guess what I love about Billboard Dad, I think it's one of their best movies. Honestly, I think I think it's one of their best movies because it's not like it actually has a plot and a story. Right. So I don't know if you've seen much Mary Kate and Ashley movies. In your life. Oh, I have daughters. You have daughters. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. And I really am interested. Are were they like, were, were, are they like jazz that their dad is in Billboard Dad? Like, is that kind of a, like a party thing that you. It's so funny because with them, they're like, huh, whatever. Right. And their friends will come over and be like, that is him. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. But with them, they don't care. They're like, whatever, cook us some dinner. Right. So how old are your daughters? Uh, Eight and 13. Oh, that's a nice, that's like, you know, prime age. I guess they are like, you know, it's, they're, because they're pretty, like, they didn't grow up in the Mary Kate and Ashley heyday, right? That was like what Billboard Dad came out in, like, I guess like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And now it's weird because, like, you know, uh, one of their teachers remembered me from Billboard Dad. And like, I'll be at a restaurant and the waitress will come up and go, were you Nigel? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's crazy. To see these adult women talking to me, I'm just like, okay, that was weird. <laughs> Did, um, do you think that Billboard Dad's like one of the, like, the things that you get recognized the most for? Or do you get recognized for other like things that you did during that time? Oh, my goodness. Billboard Dad, definitely the most. <laughs> definitely. You know, I mean, it's so weird. And it's it's cool now. But, you know, when it first came out, it was kind of creepy because I get like little girls coming up to me at the airport going, that's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. 
that puts a damper on your travel. Right, I bet. Like, what was the process? I mean, because I do acting also, and I don't do oh, film, I- but I do theater, and I've done improv. Yeah. That's how I started. Projection, projection. Yeah, <laughs> projection, projection. Yeah. Was like you're talking to the little old lady in the back row. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was like the process of like playing a character like that? Was it like because you know it's like basically a kids movie, but do you treat it like something that like that like it's gonna be? I don't know. Oh, I treat it with the most importance. Right. Absolutely. You know? uh, with the highest regard because I look at. No matter who the audience is for, I want to give them the best performance I have possible. Right. You know, and I wanted to definitely, you know, nail this character. And um, they let me embellish a bit. And it was so funny because I would show up on the set with an English accent <laughs> the whole time. And Method. no question. <laughs> Everyone would just perceive me as an Englishman. It was hilarious. They didn't know, the girls didn't know I was American until maybe about three weeks into filming. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I just stayed in character most of the time. That's so funny. Even like, oh, yeah, I guess it's like you, in the script, obviously, there's like the part where they're like, that English accent is fake, right? But Oh, yeah. But they could have been mm-hmm. like, oh, you were faking an American accent at the end. Yes. I guess. <laughs> They were funny. They were funny. And the guy who plays the dad, Tom Amandes, right? he was really cool to work with because um, I, I remembered him from the movie The Long Kiss Goodnight with uh, Gina Davis, and he was uh, on the TV show The Untouchables. Oh, yeah. And, uh, he and I hung out most of the time. Did you, would you go like you know, after shooting, go out for some grown-up drinks on the Venice boardwalk? Oh, no, I would go home after shooting. I was tired. <laughs> so Once I was done, and it was funny because when I started filming, I had just done a USO tour, I believe, uh, in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. So I came back and uh, went straight to work. Cause, and I got sick on that tour before that, too. It was weird. Wow. So were you living whole, in L.A. when you were, like, shooting? Really or is, is you, like, in commute from Seattle? Did you, like... Oh, no, I was living in L.A. at the time. Nice. That's so yeah. funny that you, like, just... I was living in Los Angeles? Huh? How was... It's so funny to me that the audition process was, like, just meeting with them and then getting hired. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how it was on, on a, a couple of things I did, like... Uh, when I did this show, um, Weird Science. Oh my gosh, I love Weird Science. They called me up and they said they wanted me for this role. And I said, okay, send over the sides. And they said, for what? And they said, you got the role. That's crazy. Pretty bizarre, yeah, I feel huh? like that's when you know you've made it. When you're like, you don't yeah. even have to audition. You just get offered parts. You're like, that's when you know that you are a actor. That was a good thing. Yes. But now with the stand-up you know, comedy, I get to spend more time with my family. That's good. Yeah. When so, when did you move um, back to like Vancouver? Um, see, my wife grew up here, so we moved up here in like uh, I want to say, how many years ago did we move up here, honey? 
2006. Oh. That's when we moved. Okay. Up. Nice. Did you? So were you and your wife? Were you married when you were doing Billboard Dad? Uh, what year was that? I think Billboard Dad was 99. Yeah, that's right. We were dating then. Oh, that's cool. She really got to see the whole arc of your, you know, the, oh, <laughs> the start of Mary Kane Ashley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I call her and tell her I'm sweating my butt off. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, like, I guess, favorite memory on set or, like, filming that movie? Oh, messing with the kids. It was fun because, like, uh, through the whole shooting, Mary-Kate and Ashley were always... I, I told them in the beginning of the shooting, I was like, I have a trick, and it's the most disgusting trick ever. <laughs> so every day they would ask me during shooting, we got to see this disgusting trick. All of the kids would ask, you know? And uh, I said, nope, not to the last day of shooting because, you know, I'm wearing makeup and it's very hard to do and it's not to the last day of shooting. <laughs> so they tracked me down on that last day of shooting. <laughs> and I told them, I said, it's the most disgusting trick you'll ever see. And they said, do it. And I pushed my nose up into my face with my palm of my hand. Oh my and the oil comes out of your pores. Oh my God, ew. I've never heard kids scream so loud in my life. Oh my god, I've never that just seems like it would hurt your your like I'm trying to do it. I know, but my nose is real flexible, so oh, okay. it doesn't hurt. Yeah, but it freaked them out. It was too funny. That's so funny. I mean they were so young at that time. It must have been Oh yeah. Like funny. They're like twelve. Yeah. Oh, they were hilarious. <laughs> and and like I'd always see their dad, he'd be like skateboarding on the set. Really? Their fa their dad was a skateboarder? Yeah. He was like 40-something at the time. That's, that's... Yeah, their dad had long hair and would ride a skateboard. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was pretty cool working on that. I mean, you know, I hadn't had a situation where I had done, you know, a full movie of like kid work. And I was like, totally digging that. Everybody was really cool to work with. That's really cool. I feel like a lot of times with movies like that, they kind of get like thrown under the bus or something as like, uh -huh. just, you know, silly or not serious or not well, like not, I guess, well-crafted. But did you feel like, like the crew yeah. and everyone was like, really like working hard to make it happen? They really did. And it was funny because while filming, I'm thinking, eh, probably nobody's ever going to see this movie. Right. Oh, interesting. That's it. I was really surprised. I was very pleased. When you like got on, like when you got cast, did you really know the like magnitude of Mary Kane Ashley's fame? Was that something? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, from Full House on, they just, you know. They exploded. I mean, they were in everything. Yeah, that's and you didn't think like, oh, this movie's gonna be huge amongst the No. No. It's crazy. Like, how does it feel to I feel like as of her like I'm twenty eight. I grew up with Mary mm -hmm. Kate Ashley. I loved them so much when I was a kid. And Billboard Dad is one of the most iconic nineties like girl movies. I know. It's kind of trippy, huh? Yeah. So is that like, I guess you say, you know, you get recognized all the time for being Nigel. Was it like, I guess, like, how does that make you feel to be like 
the villain in a very like notable 90s like pop culture staple. Oh, I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored. I like to be in that cult section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean it is and it's like that's yeah, no, I can't even imagine. It I think it's so fun that you got to have that experience. I just want to live vicariously through you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's 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 a fabulous thing, and you know, I was really uh, uh, flattered when when you contacted me. Oh my god, I was like so I was like I was so nervous. I was like, oh my god, Nigel wants to be on my podcast. Right, this like uh, little side thing that I do, and having someone who's been I had someone who was had a small role in American Ashley movie. I've had him uh-huh. on, and now I have someone with like a main role who like knew them <laughs> did you get like pictures with them and autographs or like was that just something that you didn't even anything. no you know people ask me that and I say well the film's the film right <laughs> and I guess it is weird that you were like an adult right like how old were you when you filmed that oh guy it must be like uh Late twenties, early thirties. Okay, yeah. So it would have been like kind of weird to be like, "Hey, Mary Kane Ashley, can I get a picture of you for like my scrapbook?" Can I get a picture of you? Wow. Yeah. They were just my coworkers, you know. Right. We, we we had a great time. That's funny. So, what do you think of like the story? Do you think it was like a fu- like was that? I guess as an actor, did you find it like a compelling script, or was it just more of like a fun? Yeah, I thought it was a great script because it dealt with the loss of a parent. Right. And then it dealt with the fact that they were, you know, they loved their dad so much they were trying to find a replacement, you know? Yeah. And they were very protective. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing I loved. Yeah. I thought they did a great job casting it. I thought everybody acting on it was great. I mean, that's probably one of the best times I've had um, acting on anything. That's so good to hear. Because, like, I, yeah, you yeah. just always worry that, like, working on a movie like that, that seems, like, relative, like, I think that, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, low budget, but it's not, like, a big blockbuster film, right? Like, to say that it was, like, no. fun to work yeah. on is, like, really assuring that, you know, that they created a good environment for their films. Absolutely. It was one of the most comfortable environments I could speak of. I mean, you know, from the setup with the trailers and everything. I mean, it was just, it was comfortable. It was great. And, uh, you know, that was at a time when I had a lot of traveling going on at the time, too, right before that, you know, going to the Middle East and stuff. And I tell you, I had the patient crew because, you know, it was hard remembering so many lines, you know? Yeah. What were you doing in the Middle East? If you don't mind me asking. I was performing for the USO. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for all the soldiers and everything. I did that for like 10 years. Nice, like just stand up? Oh, I've been to everywhere. Croatia. I've been to England, Scotland, Norway, Ireland. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Just traveling all over the world doing stand up and everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all I've ever done is perform since I was 22. Right. Yeah. 
And it's putting two girls through Catholic schools. That's, so. There you go. I mean, those schools aren't, aren't they? I don't think they're free, are they? No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. I say Catholic school makes parents more religious because when I sign that check, it makes me go, good Lord, how much do people need? <laughs> that's cool. So that's like, yeah, I think that's a really cool career to have to like when you're younger, be in movies and have that fun of being able to be in TV and movies and, you know. Oh, yeah. That. And then as you get older, kind of living just like the your passion and still being able yep. to make money off of it. I mean, that's the dream, right? It's a beautiful life. I cannot complain. <laughs> you know, I mean, I go to work and I have to go to somewhere like Mexico or the Caribbean or, you know. So I don't complain. Yeah. It's always nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's that's good. It's good to not complain. What have you been your like favorite highlights, I guess, of your acting or comedy career in general? Uh-huh. I put Boop Billboard Dad in there. I put Living Color. Living Color was the first TV gig I had. And to be working with legends like Jamie Foxx and Jim Carrey on there. Were you a regular on the show of that? Yeah, in the last season. Oh, nice. I haven't seen that. I don't. I think I would see it when it was on Nick at Night, but that's been a really long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was oh, on Nick yeah. at Night at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a lot of stuff. I mean, and, and I thought uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, doing Seinfeld. You were on Seinfeld? An episode of- yeah. What episode mm-hmm. of Seinfeld were you on? It's called the Andrea Doria episode, and it's the one where... Um, Kramer has a cold and he won't go to the doctor, but he has this dog Smuckers that coughs. So he takes the dog to the vet to get medicine for cheaper so he can take it. I think I've seen that episode. uh, Yeah, I'm at the very end of that one. What was your character? I'm the cop coming out of the yoga shop with another cop talking and he comes running up and Kramer's just like, "Ah, ah, ah, ah," you know, these dog sounds and I go, hold on. I think he's trying to talk to us. What is it, boy? Uh-huh. Trouble? Trouble at the old mill? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Okay, I have seen that episode. On that. Oh, yeah, see? One of the nicest people... It's interesting because the people I've worked with, some of the nicest people in the business are usually people that play bad guys. Yeah, I mean, look at you, right? Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's so nice of you to yeah, be on, come on just a small, small town podcast. Well, um, it's been a pleasure to be on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess like anything about your, I mean, anything about the, you know, method of an actor who's had a transition. I'm so curious to hear about your, your journey, uh, like your, how do you get into the headspace of like these different roles? Oh, yeah, it's you get immersed in it, you know. You really try to uh, uh, follow what the uh, writer has written and what the director is expecting of you. And, you know, it's, it's just so much blocking everything else out when you do. You know, you want no distractions. Mm-hmm. What are your, some of your, like, comedy and, I guess, like, 
actor role models would you say like your favorite comedians that inspire you oh i was one of those kids that grew up listening to richard fire and eddie murphy and george carlin and um bob newhart it was a big array of different comedians because that's what i loved and robin williams definitely oh yeah yeah i was blown away by him I mean, just to see somebody so fast, you know, moving so quick with such wit, you know. But I, when it comes to acting, I really appreciate actors that, you know, a lot of people don't really pay attention to, but are on shows and you go, that guy was great in that. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, uh, there's a guy, Kurt Fuller, who's an actor, and uh, he's played an angel on a couple of the episodes of... Um, supernatural okay and just nailed it you know there there's certain roles that you certain actors i like to watch that i just go whoa that was just you know really good christian bale is great. oh yeah he's a beast i mean he immerses himself in every role yeah that's those are some good some good answers carl well thank <laughs> you so much and, and your name is amity amity Right on. Yeah, I like the town of the house. What was that? Like the town of oh, the house. Oh yes, I sometimes will be like Amity, like Amityville Horror, or yep. Amity like Calamity. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm always like dropping stuff, and I'm often a, a mess. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still. I feel like I'm I'm 28, and so I still have time to be a mess, right? Like. But it's crazy. You said that you were like late 20s, early 30s when you were Nigel and I'm 28. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm almost Nigel's age. What (laughs) Nigel supposed to be like, was he like, what age was Nigel supposed to be? Just like your age, like early 30s? Yeah, like 30 something. Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, you really like captured, I think, the essence of a controlling, manipulative crazy manager oh it was a joy too what was your favorite part of like that character would you say uh i love doing the whole glass the sunglass shopping scene (laughs) that that was just fun because they were constantly popping these different sunglasses on me and stuff and it was funny because that day i was like why is she talking like that and i'm like that's right. She's supposed to be talking that way because it's going to be on the tape recorder. Oh, yes. Yeah. Have you rewatched Billboard Dad like since uh, like in the past few years? Oh, yeah. A few times. Yeah. Did you watch it like with your daughters or like with like just by yourself? Sometimes by myself, I'll pop it up. But uh, my daughters don't sit through anything with me, <laughs> with me in it. Is it too weird for them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they'll go, oh, man, is that you, Dad? Yeah. That's so funny. But they're funny. It's it's like, you know, it's not a real big deal to them. You know, like even when I take them with me and they see me perform, you know, they're just like, well, another day Mm -hmm. at work. Are you kind of like more of a clean comic, would you say? Or do you like, because I know there's the like family friendly comedy and then there's the more raunchy comedy. Oh, yeah. I'm more family-friendly than anything. That's good. I guess that's how you would get on, like, a cruise ship comedy. Uh, 
Absolutely. How did you get into that? Absolutely. Like, how did did you just have a manager or agent that just? Yeah, my manager called me and asked me if I wanted to do one. Yeah, and I said sure, and I did one. I liked them. You know, I'm spoiled on there, and you know, the food is great and everything, and it's pretty cool. I mean, you know. Like I said, I wake up on an island. That's so, that's the life. I mean, I think that that's, that's like the perfect job as a comedian. Yeah. I mean, I guess some people like, did you, do you ever miss like the grimy, I guess like comedy club hustling lifestyle? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. I look at it as paying my dues. Right. I remember doing clubs where, you know, you do one nighters and then you have to drive five hours to the next club and. You know, it was just, it was kind of grueling, you know, and you'd always pray, please let it be a nice motel. Please let it be one of those motels that doesn't look like a murder happened. <laughs> do you like do um, clubs in Vancouver and in Portland and stuff? Uh, the only club I'll do usually in the Northwest is in Portland is uh, Harvey's. Harvey's. I've never heard of Harvey's. Oh, yeah. It's right downtown Portland. And it's uh, right near, you know, the um, the Union Station there. Okay, yeah, I work in Northwest. The and yeah, I work in the in like the Pearl area. Yeah, that's so. So it's like, and it's right off the uh, Max. Okay, I've never heard it. I've never seen it. I mean, I don't really go to much stand up in Portland. Uh-huh. I don't even. I used to do improv a lot, like long form improv. Well, and I, Excellent. Yeah, I don't do much improv here either. I want to, but I'm. It's hard getting back. I'm. So I've. Um. I did improv a lot in Arizona, and then I, and then I was like up to level six or like at level five or whatever in improv, and then I moved here and I was like I was a brat and I was like I don't want to start at level one again, in classes. Uh-huh. Like I just want to be able to do it. Yeah. But now I haven't done it in a long time, so I'm like maybe I do need to start at level one again. <laughs> Oh, you know, just to get your feet wet, you know? Right. Do you still, do you do improv at all? No. no? Did you ever do it? The only time I did improv was TV, and that was with uh, Living Color, and another show I had called CTV after that. What's CTV? Oh, She oh, TV. Oh, She TV. Yeah, it was, um, you know how you have Saturday Night Live? Right. Well, it was five women and three men. Okay. Interesting. And you were like in, you were in the, like the cohort. Were you like a re- regular? Oh, yeah. Can you see this on yeah. like Nobody YouTube and stuff? Everything. Yeah. That's cool I, that you're still working. I feel, I, I mean, as a, a Mary Kay Ashley historian and scholar, I look up a lot of the actors that were on their movies. And I feel like so uh-huh. many of them. Maybe it's because they do it when they're pretty early on in their career and then sustaining, like, an acting. Like, staying in oh, showbiz yeah, is, like, really, I don't know, it's hard. It can be, right? you know. Um, uh, I found it very welcoming for me. Mm-hmm. And I was really happy with the stuff that I did. And I made a decision, you know, on my own to just, you know, Go straight to stand-up comedy, back to comedy, you know, when I, because I wanted to spend time with my kids and I wasn't happy living in Los Angeles mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good choice to make. 
I think for a lot of people, they, they like keep their eyes so much on like the glitz and glam of LA. I mean, I've never lived in LA and I don't know if I want to, but it's like, stay true to your roots. Right. Yeah. For some people, they, they love it. But for me, I was like, "Ah, do I want to raise my kids here? Do I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I wanted to start that part of my life where, you know, I could raise my kids around their relatives and everything. Yeah, because you're you from, know? are you, were you like born and, were you like from I Seattle? Born, <laughs> no, what'll crack you up is I was actually born in New Jersey. Oh, wow. Just like Nigel. Right. Oh, Nigel is from New Jersey. <laughs> yes. And when I read that in the script, I bust out laughing. <laughs> you're like, was this based on me? <laughs> Did you... Yeah. Oh, man. Do you know if Billboard Dad was like, written like all right like was there a screen like a screenplay of it before mary Kane ashley picked it up or was it written for mary Kane ashley i'm not sure about that i don't know that's a good question that's the only question i didn't answer man i don't yeah, know yeah like i thought about that for a lot of their stuff i'm like was this tailored i mean it must be in some way right because it's like twins a lot of times it is yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, um, they look at that as a vehicle for a lot of ideas. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Were they really, like, involved in the, um, I guess, like, were they little mini producers, like mini, like little mini businesswomen? Or were they clearly, like, children having oh, fun? Oh, no, they were total kids. They were total enjoyed big kids. That's so good to hear. Yes. Cause so, like, they seemed they seemed like they were having fun acting. Because I think, like, as I got older, Absolutely. they like looked like they were miserable. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But but as as kids working with them, they were so happy. They were, they you know they they yell cut and they go do their thing with the other kids. Oh, that's so sweet. Like they would play. <laughs> oh yeah, hang out and play cards or whatever. I was just like, wow, that's really cool. That's awesome to hear. They all seem to get along really well, you know? Mm-hmm. How were the other kids as actors? Were they like, because they, they had a lot of kids. Well, they did. I feel like the kids in that movie, they didn't have that many. They had like six kids. The cast was relatively yeah. small, right? It was. Yeah. And there was the little kid with the deep voice who was their buddy in that. Yes. And uh, he cracked me up. Yeah, he that kid had so much personality. I was like, well, I'm probably going to see him in more stuff. You know, I have googled but, uh, him and I can't find him. Yeah, like on that's any, weird because I'm like, he must have dropped out of acting or something because he was good too. That's cool. Was it like yeah. was filming in Venice? Like, did a lot of was it hard to like film there with Mary Kane Ashley because kids like recognize them, or was it pretty chill because it's LA oh, and everything's Venice always Beach. filming? Well, yeah, Venice Beach. It wasn't that hard because a lot of stuff was indoors. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you're right. It was. Yep. Yeah. Did yep. you do like a soundstage, or was it like on location and location? Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they had to turn off the air conditioning. That sounds miserable. Because you were wearing like a suit. Yes. Was it the same style suit for the whole movie? I'm like thinking back. I'm like, did Nigel ever change out of that suit? I had about four different suits. Were they all the same? Yeah. uh, No, I think they stopped. Well, I was wearing suits through the whole movie except the end. Right. 
But uh, it was, uh, they think, oh man, they had a wardrobe of suits for me. <laughs> the Nigel and the, yeah. the sunglasses. I mean, those are yeah. iconic sunglasses. Ah! <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's so cool that you well, got to like, experience Bill all this. You're, yeah, you're going to have to watch Bill for Dad again. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel blessed. It's on Hulu this month, too. I know. Is it on Hulu just this month, or is it? I don't know, but I know I, it's on Hulu. Do you get, I mean, I would hope that you get, like, royalty. Oh, residuals. Yeah, absolutely. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. Get those, get the royalty you money. Tell your, tell your listeners, this is the time to watch me on Hulu. <laughs> yes. I mean, everyone... I think Billboard Dad and Passport to Paris are like the most iconic Mary Kay and Ashley movies, hands down. Yeah. I mean, they define childhood. And so I think that Mm -hmm. a lot of people are going to be watching Billboard Dad on Hulu because this is their chance of people who, and I mean, I supported you when it came out. So I've contributed. Uh, (laughs) And I'm like, the people listening to this have really admired your work i just want to say oh well i feel <laughs> blessed and thank you for having me on oh of course i'm i i, I really hope that next time you're in portland doing a show you hit me up absolutely i will make sure that i'll put you I on my guest to... list oh, oh thank you <laughs> that's so no funny worries. that i'm absolutely. like man you're in vancouver that's so close I've been in proximity oh, yeah. of a Mary Kay and Ashley co-star this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it. Yes. Enjoying the umpqua ice cream. Oh, yep. The umpqua, the uh, Tillamook cheese. Yep. Yeah. The coast. I'm a Northwesterner through and through. Through and through. Pacific Northwest. No Seattle, though. You stayed, you decided to do more. I lived in Seattle for a while, mm-hmm. and that's where I started doing stand-up. Right. And I like Portland better now because Portland is more like the way Seattle used to be. Right. It's a city, but it's also but like it's more laid back. Right, and Vancouver though is like very family friendly. It is. You got to be totally. a family man. <laughs> yep. Totally. Everybody at the supermarket knows me. That's whoa. Okay. That's I don't even have that, and I'm like I go to the same Whole Foods every day. Oh right, and on. they don't even they act like they've never seen me before. I'm like I'm here <laughs> three times a day. Sometimes you can at least say hello. Oh, <laughs> oh, I talk to all of them. My wife goes, "Oh, so you're going to your 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 uh, your gathering spot known as the grocery store?" <laughs> That's so. Oh yeah. I love it. Nah. Well, Amity, I got to go now, but this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I am very excited to release this episode. Of course, of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.